Once upon a time, there was a little boy called Howard Hello. who loved writing stories. Oh, this is brilliant. Young Howard wrote many stories and scripts. Mr. Quackers was on his magic toilet. But then one day, he grew up and discovered alcohol and laziness. So he put his writing in the attic and forgot about it. Twenty years later, Howard found his old stories and persuaded his lifelong friend Rufus to read them. Join Rufus and Howard as they embark on a mission to read everything he wrote from the age of five until now in The Worst Writer in the World. Little Howard dreamed of being a writer And so he sat to to every night But everything he wrote was fucking shite, yeah Woman of a no, woman of a no Worst writer in the world Worst writer in the world Hello everybody and welcome to the worst writer in the world with me Rufus and my good old elderly friend Howard Old Long How old long? How old long? How old long? How old long? 32 Yeah, thank you So this week we're going to have a a short story A a single episode story, Howard That's pretty exciting, isn't it? Some people, <laughs> some people know what it is already because they've heard it before. Because, <laughs> because we released. <laughs> this is how it's laughing at, at all the suffering that you're all going to have listening to this. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, That's everyone. Okay. <laughs> In advance, we are both very sorry. Yeah, some of you may have already heard this because we released this as a Man by Cow episode long before The Worst Writer in the World was a thing because, in fact, this is the first thing that you ever gave me of yours to read. Yes. This Really, this story is what created this show, right? Because one day, Howard passed me a sheaf of paper and mm. went, here, read this, I'll listen. Yeah. We recorded this in 2012. Wow. And before we get started, I would like to warn people about some of the content that they can expect because what we're going to hear is mm. an erotic story. Very erotic. And although it actually doesn't have particularly explicit descriptions of sexual acts, even though I should warn you it does include a certain amount of golden showers. But, I mean, the, the sex isn't that explicitly described, but there is some quite extreme language. Mmm... In it, uh, sweary words, linear, and descriptions of body parts. <laughs> oh yeah, and you will hear the word linear at least once. <laughs> okay, so if you are sensitive to any of these things, um, this might be an episode to skip. Mm. But if you're the kind of person who likes sexy sounds in your ears, or just enjoys the sound of me being really uncomfortable and suffering, mm. right, then this is an episode for you. All right, let's get on with the episode, shall we? Sexy, please. Let's hand over to Rufus and Howard of eight years ago, when they were still only 24 years old. So young and supple. I don't 
just explain the situation, I suppose, and what you did. Just tell the story of how it came to be. Okay, um, wasn't that long ago, apparently. Uh, <laughs> a few, many years ago. How, when exactly? Come on, you've got the email right there. When many, did it happen? Many, many years ago. Do I have to check the email you forwarded to me? Okay, then. Uh, the, <laughs> 2010. <laughs> many, 2010, yeah. Many years ago, in 2001. I constantly get emails saying, like, why not um, submit your poem for this or why not submit your short story for this? You constantly get emails from that. I get emails from this one particular publishing company that say, okay. submit your material for this. We're, we're, we're putting this book out. Submit okay. this, submit this. And um, and they were producing um, a book of erotic stories. Porn? No, erotica. Porn er- stories? No, erotica. Okay. It's okay. very, very different. Stories about sex, though, right? Yeah, but I mean, there's a difference. <clears throat> Clearly one that I didn't quite get, but um, <laughs> there's a difference. So you actually submitted a so story. So I submitted a story for the erotica, their book of erotica. What Did it have a title? It did. What, what was it called? It was called... <laughs> it's called... <laughs> what? What was it called? It's called Ginger Bee Sting. G- uh, Ginger Bee Sting? Ginger Bee Sting. So this is the name of the character is Ginger Beasting, like Ginger Rogers. Yeah, and it's not Beasting. It's not a real name. It's like um, the, I think her colleagues at work are kind of cruel about her because she's got ginger hair and she's got and she's flat, flat like Flat Stanley. Yes, it didn't get accepted. <laughs> so you're not a published porn writer. Not yet. It's erotica. Um, although the um, decl- the offer the declining letter was that what you call it? You get a letter of acceptance or a letter of. Rejection. Rejection letter. My rejection letter might give a hint about um, the difference between erotica and porn. Okay, go on then. Okay. Dear Ms. Stretch. So you wrote it under a female pseudonym? Yes. Yes, Stretchette Howard. Stretchette, okay. Thank you for sending us ginger bee sting. <laughs> you don't feel sorry for them having to type that out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Our editors have looked it over carefully, but don't feel it's the best fit for our publication. Since you are new at this, we will advise you that golden showers are rarely used in mainstream erotica. <laughs> yeah, that was nice of them to um, give you that bit of advice. That's, that's what's wrong with mainstream erotica, as far as I can see. Yeah. Well, we think you had some really charming ideas in this piece. <laughs> okay. Not including golden showers. Yeah, they just require polishing. That's a, that's a, they shouldn't have written that, should they? Nah, that's that's just asking for trouble. Um, and it may be a perfect fit for another publication. Thanks for sharing your work and allowing us the opportunity. Allowing us the opportunity to what? Reject you. Yes. <laughs> All right, so, um, okay, you're handing me this uh, manuscript as if you expect me to read this. Mm-hmm. You want me to look into your filthy mind. <clears throat> yeah. Is that, hang on, is this a yeah, yeah, read sum- that. summary on the front? Is yeah, there is a, a summary synopsis. on the front. Okay, so, um, Stretchette Howard, uh, Ginger Bee Stink by <laughs> Stretchette Howard. And I feel dirty already. I haven't even started reading it. I feel very dirty. It's not dirty, it's beautiful. Sally Edmead desperately longs to fuck Henry Rollins. <laughs> <laughs> erotica, yeah, well done. Yeah, but it's she, erotic. Yeah, yeah. I want him to fuck his erotic. Yeah, yeah. It? There's a lot of mystery in that sentence as well, isn't there? <laughs> <laughs> you know, that, that's good. Uh, but she can never summon up the courage to let him know. So one night, she leaves him an extraordinary gift on his work desk, which ultimately brings about this deepest desire and injects a little meaning into an otherwise pointless existence. Yeah. Okay, nice. So it's about the pointlessness of existence. That's that's about that's erotic, isn't it? Yeah, your life having no point. That's very erotic. Yeah, mm. that gets me going. <laughs> okay, here we go. The office was linear. <laughs> Good first line there. The Thank office you. was linear. 
The office was linear, grey and sparse in a way that defied poetry, denied beauty, love and sex. This was justifiable given it was a place of work and it normally took a considerable amount of alcohol and self-hate at the Christmas party to transform it into a guilt fueled fuckerama. This is your first first paragraph, you're in straight in. Okay, but then sometimes, when life has stopped making any sense and even the passage of the seasons lose their colour and fail to incite any feeling, sometimes the only prescription is to fuck. <laughs> and no matter how anti- No matter how antiseptic, how turgid the setting, the fucking will find a way. (laughs) What have you written? You've just written a story where you've replaced 25% of the words with the word fuck. And that's it. It's erotica. It's erotica. It's about fucking. (laughs) You really don't understand what erotica is, do you? The fucking will find a way. Beautiful. Beautiful. (laughs) Brilliant. <laughs> okay, so we're seven lines in, and we've already mentioned fucking four times. <laughs> uh, Sally Edmead could not explain her fascination with the man, but a fascination no less she had, perhaps even an obsession. Mm. Henry Rollins was neither classically attractive with a lantern jaw, nor ripped and toned in the way that was the fashion of the magazines of the time, and yet she instantly felt her lips swell and thrill whenever he entered the room. The tiny gusset of her lacy white panties would soon begin to slide upwards, finding its way deftly through the Brazilian jungle and quickly lost inside her unexpectedly wet cunt. <laughs> I can't believe you wrote that sentence. <laughs> Seriously. But, I mean, for two reasons. That's brilliant. For two reasons. Firstly, do you ever read a sentence after you've written it? Do you ever read a sentence back and think, hang on, that's atrocious. That is incredibly long and overly detailed. I've told you I'm not really very good with grammar. Or words. It's good, full of good words, that. Ended with the word cunt. Yes. Saved the best till last. Um, you know, you don't like commas either, do you? Henry Liker was thin. Who? Henry, I think what you mean to say is Henry, like her, was thin. But you didn't bother with commas, so you've written Henry Liker was thin. He was wiry, gaunt, and he had clearly long ago given up trying to shave daily. This is you. No, it's not. I do shave daily. Wiry and gaunt, and you don't shave for daily, yeah. His mop of dark hair was always a mess, and despite his slimness, he had the unmistakable beginnings of a belly protruding slightly over his black leather belt. This is you. I don't wear a belt. (laughs) (laughs) Yet something in his green eyes seemed to invite a mischief he could not conceal, and on his breath was always the dizzying perfume of whiskey, rolling tobacco, and sex, which made her heart pound in her throat like a fucked clock. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) Made her heart pound in her throat like a fucked clock? Do you mean a broken clock? Or a clock that someone's having sex with? Yeah, a broken one, but like a... But but then it doesn't pound. Yeah, I mean, clocks don't pound anyway. It's broken in a way that, like, you know, it just ticks a lot. It's like going tick, 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 tick in her throat. In 2010, you definitely smoked back then, didn't you? Rolling tobacco. Right now you're drinking whiskey. I am, but only because you made me drink it. Filthy hair, slight belly, thin, gaunt, doesn't shave daily. This I can't believe you've written a, a sex story about yourself. <laughs> <clears throat> When required by the circumstances... Wait till you hear the description of Sally. (laughs) I imagine it just... Well, I've already had too much... It's (laughs) you! I've already had too much description of Sally. I'm hoping there won't be any more. 
Uh, when required by the circumstance of her job to speak with Henry, Sally would stand insanely close to him just to feel the warm breath on her face. Its soft yet pungent power would immediately release some tension in her, sending a shiver through her whole body, teasing her bright pink nipples out of hibernation so that they would stand to attention as though Henry were a general and her teats two privates, stiff, alert and incredibly tall. I can't, I can't believe you sent this to another human being to Why? read and they bothered to reply Why? to it. Well, the, the thing is, like, erotic is stupid, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But uh, so you've I actually think, managed to make it more stupid. Well, I just wondered whether I could, like... Whether, I just thought if they accepted this, then I would, or maybe I would have a career writing yeah. dumb shit that even... I mean, I thought... It, I didn't think it was clever or good or anything. I was just trying to write some erotica. Yeah, you, you failed. Know, it's, it's you beautiful. failed. It's beautiful. It's poetry, like two, two teeth standing to attention, it's like not. generals in the presence of their... Oh, it's beautiful, that. Sally was so pale, her skin was almost translucent, giving her twiggy, naked body an almost greenish pallor. She was known unaffectionately by the other girls in the office as Ginger Bee Sting. <laughs> but had her delicate breasts been more than a slight curve on her slender chest, and had she been endowed as Mrs Henderson or that bitch Bridget Quinn, with two fattened udders, then surely these pert pink homing missiles would have easily <laughs> reached out and prodded Henry, inviting his own out to play. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> but a conversation with Henry was infrequent and brief, as some strange mist would come over her whenever she were near him, rendering her nigh-on speechless, and she would be forced to resign herself to forever staring at him longingly across the office, trying to think sobering thoughts with little success. In fact, the amount of times Henry had turned to find her with her hand up her skirt fidgeting, trying to pull the G-string from between her juicy lips was embarrassing to the point of turning her cheeks a flushing scarlet like a spanked arse and in no way improves her already slim chances of one day unbuckling that forbidding belt from his waist, unbuttoning his flies and releasing the shiny stiffened cock from its warm nest. Sliding those hot, wet lips over the tip and burying the shaft deep within a sticky, sweet hole. <laughs> That's so good. It really isn't. It's so brilliant. I've, I think so far, it seems to me that your, your understanding of erotica is this. Firstly... Really, really detailed description of body parts. Like, really overly intimate description. And any um, similes should be compared with sexual process. Like, you know, turning her cheeks a flushing scarlet like a spanked arse. Just any opportunity to get anything sexual in or the word fucking into Plus, a paragraph. Well, it's erotica, isn't it? It, it isn't. It's porn. It's, it's poetry, isn't it? Porn's just like about fucking. This is about beautiful metaphors. About spanked arses and tits like generals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One night, as was often the case, Sally was working late, long after everyone else had left for home or the pub. She had spent a considerable amount of the day staring at Henry and had tried and failed more than once to engage him in chit-chat, only to stutter and blush and sound like a fool. Ultimately, she had made no headway in him noticing her, or at least noticing her as anything more than the weird, freckly, flat-chested girl in the corner. 
As she sat miserably at her computer, she could hear the laughter of the cleaners and the hum of the vacuum on the floor below. Even their banal existence seemed preferable to her own. She looked over to Henry's empty desk, as she had done so often before. She double-checked that no one was around and tiptoed over it. I tiptoed over it? Over to it. Okay. His desk was as unkempt as he. It was as close as she ever felt to him. Various food packaging lay about, novelty gimcracks and pencil shavings, and on this occasion an open pouch of his tobacco was spilled across the mouse mat. Once more, casting a glance over her shoulder, she then returned her attention to his desk and gingerly reached forward, retrieving the tobacco pouch from amongst the frippery. Placing her round mouth and tiny nose inside, she breathed in deeply the tarry scent. Can I say that frippery isn't frippery lace? I have no idea. Okay, yeah. Immediate. Gets this boring because no, no, he doesn't mention a cunt or a fuck for a while. Don't you worry. see, don't tell me that you're not you're not w- willing it to get to something rude really quick. Well, let me read the next sentence. Okay. Immediately, her pussy became wet. <laughs> <laughs> it's honestly the next sentence. <laughs> Placing her round mouth and tiny nose so inside, poetic. she breathed in the tarry, deeply the tarry scent. Immediately, her pussy became wet, and as she imagined Henry's mouth all over her face, and then working its way down, his pink lips kissing hers, and his tongue lapping away at her taut clit. There you go. Don't worry. There was only a couple of paragraphs with no mention oh, of her cunt in it. It's beautiful. It's like it's poetic and everything. Thinking she heard a noise, she guiltily placed the tobacco back down and scurried back to her desk. But there was nobody else here, and she breathed heavily with relief. She sat fidgety and unsatisfied then, her pussy gagging for attention. <laughs> I mean, yeah. There's no point to that paragraph whatsoever. His eyes wide her oh, sorry, her eyes widened suddenly as a thought occurred to her oh. that though she might never have him, maybe in a small way, he could still have her. With shaking hands now, she unlocked and opened her top drawer where she kept her comfort food. And searching rapidly through the various chocolates and candies, she located a cherry-flavoured chupa-chup lollipop. <laughs> I don't want to read the next bit. Is it OK if I don't find out what happens next? Some things you can't forget. You know, like once you've seen some things, they're there in your mind forever. Just read it. It's good. It's beautiful. It's poetry. It's erotica. OK. She carefully unwrapped the lolly, making sure not to tear the wrapper. And when it was eventually off, she placed it on her desk, ironing it flat with her bony fingers. I take it you mean the wrapper rather than the lolly. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah. With a final check that nobody was watching, she then hitched up her plaid skirt and slid aside her sodden panties, revealing her neatly trimmed bright orange pussy hair and full pink lips. Taking the lolly, she placed it to her lips and ran it up and down her slit, teasing her clit. This is horrible. <laughs> side by side, the lolly looked like her clit's bigger sister. <laughs> Red, full and hard. <laughs> That's then, good. Then, That's with good. It's, uh, then, with barely no pressure at all, her desperate cunt took it inside. <laughs> As she fucked herself with the lolly, she unbuttoned her blouse and played with her pink, stiffened nipples, <laughs> twisting them firmly and roughly. No mention, them of being, no mention of them being generals at this stage. With the thought of Henry's hands all over her, she quickly brought herself to climax, biting her lip to remain quiet, and then, light-headed and weak at the knee, she slid out of her chair and lay shivering beneath her desk, exhausted, flushed and sweaty all over. She just fell out of her chair. <laughs> she was disturbed by the sound of the cleaners in the corridor, and she quickly pulled the lolly out, rearranged her panties and skirt, sat back down and composed herself. The cleaners presently passed by, either not noticing her or simply uninterested in her presence. 
After they had gone, she took the lolly and began to re-wrap it in its paper. This was not an easy job, and she must have spent the best part of 15 minutes fumbling and swearing, getting the thing to look undisturbed. When she was finally happy with her work, she stood shakily and once more tiptoed over to Henry's desk. And they only complained about the golden showers. They didn't say anything else about this story. They thought that was charming. That's the bit they would think was charming, I reckon, the fact that she stuck a chopper-chop upside her (laughs) and then re-wrapped it and stuck it on someone's desk. Yeah, yeah, that's lovely. I feel very charmed. Cherry and vag (laughs) flavour. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean... Seriously, if he's going to eat it, is he going to get? Is that how they're going to get together? Because he's going to go. Hmm, this lolly tastes of vagina. <laughs> Who's been ramming lollies up themselves and leaving them on my desk? Tentatively, tentatively clearing a space among all the chintz, she found a pen and wrote a single X on a post-it note and stuck this to the desktop. She placed the lolly on top. She hovered over the desk. That's pretty impressive. (laughs) Unexpected twist. You did say that science fiction makes every story better. I do like it more now. And then she flew away. (laughs) And went back in time to space. She hovered over the desk, (laughs) uncertain as to her actions. Yeah, surprised by the fact she could fly. Oh, God. If he found out who had left it and, moreover, where it had been she would be humiliated beyond belief. How would he find that out? Maybe they've got CCTV, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. She should have checked that before. She probably should have. I don't <laughs> think they do. No, you right. wrote it, you can decide. You sick. If I wrote it years ago, I don't remember. Years ago. Two years ago. <laughs> yeah, that's years. <laughs> <laughs> but if it was last year, it would be year. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay, so she would have to quit the job. Shamefacedly, she removed both items and walked pitifully back towards her desk, screwing up the post-it note and tossing both items in the bin. She hasn't even left it for him. No, she gave up. Turning off her computer, she prepared to leave. But as she headed out of the office, she suddenly stopped. So what if she was found out? So what if she were a laughing stock? Anything would be better than this endless void. And with renewed determination, she saved the lolly from the, bi- from the bin, returned to Henry's desk, quickly wrote another post-it. That's the one with the X on, right? Yeah. Uh, and put the lolly back in place. Yeah. Nice. Oh, well, Henry's got a treat tomorrow, hasn't he? Waste of a couple of paragraphs there. Henry's got something to look forward to, hasn't he? Oh, it's just a... It's this loose left of this lolly. Mmm, I like lollies. Henry likes lollies. She walked home in a daze in the balmy summer night. <laughs> Poetry. And spent a clammy, sleepless night, both terrified and excited at what the new day would bring. Nothing. He's going he's gonna to either he's gonna eat the lolly and go, oh, it's a lolly, it tastes normal, or he's going to go, it tastes a bit strange, and throw it away. But nothing else. Wow, well, I mean, that's what not, you think, not but... logically, surely. Also, Howard, I, I hate to tell you this, but just using the word balmy doesn't make something poetry. Of course it does. <laughs> There's more to poetry than that, even it's I know. It's a balmy, that. balmy summer night. So that's po- poetic. And it's erotic. <laughs> Clammy. Clammy. Chopper yeah. chop. Lips. <laughs> Cunt. Cunt. <laughs> Sally arrived at work early the next morning to make sure she would be present when Henry found the special gift. Why didn't she just leave it in the morning? I don't know. She's an idiot. As the time passed, she inevitably became more and more anxious, cursing herself for her stupidity, and indeed had just started across the office to retrieve the lolly when in he walked. Sally quickly darted back to her seat and pretended to be working, all the time keeping one eye on the object of her deepest and lewdest desires. As Henry sat at his desk, he of course immediately found the lollipop. 
He wasted no time in looking around the office at his co-workers suspiciously, and Sally quickly averted her gaze. When she dared to look up again, she saw Henry contemplating the lolly. As he looked around, again scanning the office once more... As he looked around, again scanning the office once more... Yeah, again scanning the office once more. <laughs> yeah. In search of the giver of gifts, <laughs> she turned her attention to her handbag. I don't know about you, but... I think most people finding a lolly on their desk would probably not eat it, especially like middle-aged office workers. Oh, look, it's a lolly. It's a I don't gift. really eat look, lollies. It's like, oh, somebody likes me, they've given me a lolly. He's excited, isn't he? Henry's excited. He's oh, like, it's from someone whose name begins with X. It's from Xavier upstairs. Wouldn't think that. Using her makeup mirror now, she continued to watch him closely. Sorry, using her makeup mirror now, I wish you'd use commas sometimes. Using her makeup mirror now, she continued to watch him closely as he slowly and delicately unwrapped the lollipop. The tension as... What? The tension as bit by bit he peeled away the paper already had Sally's panties soaked through. No commas there. (laughs) Her lips sopping in expectation of what would come next. (laughs) And making sure nobody was looking at her, she slid a hand under her desk and up her tiny skirt where she began to softly massage her clitoris (laughs) as she kept her wide eyes on Henry. It's like a mixture between childish porn (laughs) and medical... (laughs) Like, you know... (laughs) Doctor's notes. Uh, uh, it's, it's erotic, isn't it? Henry brought the red lolly up to his lips and seemed to pause for an eternity. Mm. The end. <laughs> you wish. Oh, I do. Her heart beat faster and faster as the seconds ticked slowly by. Then suddenly, to her horror, he raised the lolly higher, bringing it close to his nostrils and breathed in deeply. He's sniffing it. Mm. His eyes glazed over and he seemed almost high as though we were inhaling poppers or glue. <laughs> and as the clouds passed and his eyes widened thereafter, it seemed almost as though a look of recognition took hold of him. Without further hesitation, his eyes darted de- directly in Sally's direction and caught her reflection in the makeup mirror where he could see her spying on him. She froze like a dumb animal in headlights. Why had he looked at her? Why her? Yes, apparently he knows the smell of her. <laughs> he recognises it, yes. I didn't want to. I, I think that's clear to Mr. Okay, right, sorry. I didn't, I didn't feel, unlike you, I don't feel the need to like go into such detail. Yeah. I think you know. I it's think erotic, though, isn't but it? I think erotic has to leave something up to the imagination. Surely. I mean, I don't actually read any, so I don't know. Maybe it is exactly like. Oh, this. I don't read any either. But I think probably it's a bit more suggestive and a bit less like intimately descriptive. But I think that's why they say it's like a, a medical uh, report. So that's why they say when when um when you're gonna you're gonna tackle a specific genre or something, you should read stuff in yeah. that genre rather Be than aware just of it. rather than just assume, <laughs> rather than just guess. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. With their eyes locked together, he slowly and purposefully, so it seemed, placed the lolly to his lips and began lick it as though he were lapping at her clit <laughs> before slowly taking it all into his mouth and sucking it. You sent this to a publisher without really proofreading it, didn't you? <laughs> Sally, quite terrified, lowered the mirror and turned to meet his gaze. Henry suddenly stood and, picking up a random folder, walked determinedly over to her desk, where he stood over her and looked down to see her hand lost up her skirt. Again, no commas. He looked around the office. Everyone was busy working and paying them no attention. He bent over slightly and, reaching down, he tugged at her skirt, inching it slowly up her soft white thighs until, finally, her sticky pussy was bared. (laughs) Her long middle finger still lost within the pink lips. What, she hasn't had time to remove her hand? <laughs> You're disgusting. <laughs> See, <laughs> he's just walked up to his co-worker and, like, <laughs> pulled up her skirt. This is sexual harassment. <laughs> it's not. 
not. She's already like frigging herself he does, off. Yeah, yeah, but he doesn't she just know that. Just gave him a lolly, cunt lolly. He doesn't know that. He, he can't does, he possibly it. know that. He was like, I recognise the smell of that. <laughs> yeah, that it's vagina. that one over there. Suddenly, the like... smells of your vagina. <laughs> Fucking ridiculous. You wouldn't accept this in any other type of fiction. It's like, you know, just someone guessing. It's like in detective fiction. The detective went, I knew it was you that murdered him. How? I recognise the smell of your hand. <laughs> Barely even checking that they were not being watched, he slipped his hand down the front of her top and immediately found her naked erect nipples and began to caress them. Unable to contain herself, she began to furiously frig her clit with one hand whilst the other rubbed greedily at his groin, where beneath his trousers his cock had become hard as rock. <laughs> yes! They're in an office with other people who apparently are doing work and not looking at them, but, you know, at any moment they could turn round. And you think that erotic fiction involves phrases like frig her clit. <laughs> Does it not? Well, it does now. Apparently, yeah. No, this now. was not accepted as erotic fiction. They, I mean, they may have only right, pointed yeah. out one thing that doesn't usually happen. It was the golden shower, so all the rest of it is definitely erotic. I think they were just being nice, and they could so? have sent, or lazy, they didn't want to send a long list of all the things that this contains that are inappropriate for erotic fiction. Which is a shame, because that would have made for a good read. Yes. Without warning, he removed his hand from her top and whispered in her ear, the perfume of whiskey and tobacco sending a thrill through her body. She smells through her ear. <laughs> Meet me on the top floor in five minutes. And with that, he walked away, his steps slightly awkward as the material of his underclothes chafed at his throbbing bell end. <laughs> yeah! Erotica! <laughs> Words like bell end do not belong in erotica. They belong in conversations between eight-year-olds and little else. Yeah, eight-year-olds need erotica too. No, they don't. They, they really don't. don't, do they? And out of the office, she could scarcely believe this was happening. Mm. The top floor. What's the top? The top floor is usually where the bosses are. <laughs> yeah, go. Meet me on the top floor. We'll do it in my boss's office. Mm. She could scarcely believe this was happening. Had he wanted her all this time too, she had thought he barely noticed her. Had he recognised the smell of her cunt, he had looked directly at her, not even sparing a glance at the other girls. Was it perhaps possible that he could smell her moist Bush right across the room. <laughs> it doesn't say that. It does. I am not inventing any of this. You wrote this shit. Was it perhaps possible that he could smell her moist bush from across the room? <laughs> Is what you wrote. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. And it's erotic. <laughs> it is not erotic. Uh, the minutes passed painfully slowly, more so for the ache of her clit, mm. anxious to feel the delights of Henry's glary purple head and the smooth shaft of his blood-hot cock. <laughs> when three minutes had passed, she could wait no longer and walked with as much composure as she could muster towards the lift. As she went, she felt certain all eyes were on her, that they knew where she was going, what she was about to do, and that they could all of them smell the sweet, strong perfume of her sodden pussy. <laughs> yeah, because apparently it reeks. <laughs> and it's quite unique as well. <laughs> so I think she's perfectly reasonable to think that. I think it's also quite reasonable to think they're all watching her, because she's just been frigging herself in the office and rubbing the penis of one of her co-workers. <laughs> See what I'm a bit worried about? Yeah. Well, there's only a couple of pages left. 
right? And she's gone up to meet him on the top floor. And I know there's got to be some golden showers <laughs> at some point because <laughs> you told me that. So it seems like, I mean, with the amount of time that's left, basically what's going to go up, what's going to happen is she's going to go upstairs and then he's going to piss on her. <laughs> the end. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> okay, well, let's find out. Seems, seems quite likely and exciting. <laughs> as the lift began its ascent... She was alone, and she breathed heavily. She was shaking uncontrollably in anticipation. So tense was she with excitement, it seemed she might burst. As the lift doors opened on the unused top floor, ah. Henry was waiting for her, naked, oh. his erect cock in his hand, and already wanking it slowly in <laughs> readiness for her. Sounds like he doesn't need her. In view of his tiny wrist, his cock looked huge, and the head was moist with pre-cum. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You know, this seems to me to, to demonstrate... It's erotic. To, it really isn't. This seems to me to demonstrate that you have more um, experience of watching porn than of actual sex. You know, in actual sex, you don't have to wank yourself off ready. That's porn stars, because they're like they're performers, so they often need to get themselves hard. But I probably have, I definitely have had more experience of watching porn than real <clears> sex, because I haven't had any real sex. I think it shows. I think it shows in this a lot. But erotica isn't real sex either, is it? Clearly, not in this case. It's a story, you know. It's a story about a man stood naked on an unused and, floor, yeah, wanking, wanking himself ready. With a moist head. <laughs> Do you think that means his penis head or his regular head? <laughs> well, it's either his penis head or he's got pre-cum and smeared it over his regular or maybe head. Maybe his pre-cum shot out and went <laughs> over his head. Yeah. In view, also, in view of his tiny wrist, his cock looked huge. Why has he got a tiny wrist? Why has he got, like, wasted arms or something? Or is it just because it's you and you're wishing that your tiny wrists made your cock look bigger? It's not me. It is you. You described yourself. There is nothing in the description of the man that is in any way contradictory to your appearance. It isn't me. It is. It's it not. It's based is. on a guy I know. Who looks just like you? Is it that guy you name. see in the, in that bit of glass in your in your bedroom? Mirror Howard. Yeah. Mirror Howard. Yeah. Hey, Mirror uh, Howard, I'm jerking off now. I'm giving a nice jerk off. Stop jerking off, Mirror Howard. <laughs> but you're doing it too. <gasps> I am. Her clothes were off the next instant, and soon she was sat astride him, using the full strength of her skinny arms and legs to ride him hard. So you didn't bother with any like foreplay or an. I yeah, mean, the, the lollipop was the foreplay. The, lo the lollipop yesterday yeah. was the foreplay. The strip foreplay on straight to the five play. <laughs> yes, clearly. You haven't bothered with any romance. Um, it's romantic. Any, any foreplay. A you've basically given someone a secret gift. That's romantic, isn't it? You've gone. Um, I mean, from... albeit a lollipop dipped in cunt. I mean, it's still a, <laughs> still a gift, isn't it? Yeah, you've gone straight from that to um, riding. <laughs> it's erotic with, with no no nothing in between erotic so desperately wanting of this moment neither of them would last long I told you it was you uh, <laughs> I need you to come all over me she told him oh. I need you to come all over me what she told him dirty dirty girl and he did not disappoint as he pulled out his glistening no hang on he pulled out his glistering cock and released his load over her freckled body, convulsing and breathing spasmodically as he did so. Now, again, as I said, people don't do this in reality. <laughs> this is pornography. No, this is erotica. I am a bit. I am a bit worried that um, if, it, if it was a movie, it would be porn. But because it's written down, it's erotica. Uh, it's por uh, Yeah. Okay. 
I'm a bit worried about the next generation because like porn is so widespread. I think that there's going to be a, a gen. I think that the human race will die out because um, people won't realise that you're supposed to leave it in when you come. <laughs> It'll become so normal for people to pull out and come over the poor the poor woman's face. Yeah, or man's. Yeah, absolutely. But, and consequently, no one will ever get pregnant ever again. Men will never get pregnant again if they keep yeah. pulling out and coming over the guy's boobs. Absolutely. Come on, get to the golden showers. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> can't believe I still have to go through that. Because I can't remember what happened. You just make it up. I wouldn't know any different. I couldn't make this up. I honestly could not make this up. Then he pissed upside <clears throat> her face and she went, yeah. Uh, okay, so he's just um, released his load over her freckled body. So he's got quite a lot. Uh, and he's convulsing, breathing, uh, convulsing and breathing spasmodically as he did so. Writhing in ecstasy, she rubbed the cum all over her milky thighs, ginger strip, taut white belly and the bullets of her flat chest, squealing and biting down hard on her top lip again. Yay! What is it with you and top lips? It's what people do. In what, movies. In movies, yeah, this is like a movie, yeah, this, but it's written down. It's what you've got, basically what you've got is a mixture of a, a bad Hollywood movie with a woman biting her lip to look sexy and oh. a porn movie where she rubs cum all over her body for no apparent reason while she pretending to enjoy it. She does enjoy it. She's Why? Really, she, because she wanted him all this time and now he's spraying his load all upside her. What, how is that pleasurable for a woman? She likes it. She's really good. rub Come all over herself, why except it, why in this weird male anybody? in these weird male dominance fantasies where Nobody they have to come her. over her and then no, she thinks that you wrote this. Yeah, but from the perspective of, of a girl, I, I, don't, I don't think you, even you want this. It's just something you've learned from porn. I think if you if you actually came on a woman and she started rubbing it into her thighs while going ooh ooh <laughs> ooh rubbing <laughs> come into my, you'd be like yeah actually I've finished stop. <laughs> What are you doing? Why What's you, wrong with you? Why are you doing that? Yeah, how, and why are you pretending to enjoy it, you freak? Well, we were going to have a baby. <laughs> why are you rubbing our potential baby into your milky white yeah. thighs? Well, actually, Howard, I think you'll find we weren't going to have a baby when you pulled out at the last minute and came all over my tits. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't understood how babies work. <laughs> and then, so dizzy and so relaxed at finally getting the release she had longed for, she lost control of her faculties and the piss began to spill from her pussy, <laughs> from her pussy, spreading a pool all over the cold marble floor. What? <laughs> she was so relaxed that she lost control of her faculties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's been like fucked so well and enjoyed it so much. She just she like, pissed herself. She just pisses herself. I don't want to read. <laughs> I don't want. I don't want to. Can I, <laughs> Can I not read the next bit, Howard? Please. No, you've got to read it. I don't think good. I'm ever going to forget. God, I've got me using my hands for something else. You've got to hold the piece of paper okay. and read it. <laughs> okay, I'd just like to say something before I go on. Yeah. Um, that I've enjoyed my um, 30 odd years of innocence mm. and the ability to look at the world as if it is a wonderful, beautiful place full of mystery and excitement and possibility. It's been fun. Well, that, that's the bit that I'm, I'm, I'm now looking forward to in the past, I think, um, is. Uh, a, a much dirtier, more horrifying and miserable world that I'm about to enter. Well, so, uh, goodbye, nice world, and hello, Howard sexuality. As soon as you get it over with, it's done and it's in the past, and you, can, you, can, you can try and get on with your life. But that's you? what I'm worried about. Right. I don't think I'm ever going to be able to forget this. I think it's going, to make, it's going to be there in everything I do. In the back of my mind, what I'm about to read is always going to be there. I could be wrong, but... From the look on your face, I think I'm not. I think all of this has been a ploy to make me read this because you want to shatter my innocence. Completely mortified, her cheeks flushed darkly and she hid her eyes and began to sob and apologise. But Henry shushed her, 
smiled down on her, and from his still tall, erect cock, he released his own fountain of warm piss, which showered them both. <laughs> she grabbed his balls and squeezed tight, making his cock pulse and the piss fly more erratically, opening her mouth to let the warm liquid in. What is wrong with you? <laughs> it's not me, it's her. She just likes that kind of thing. How did you know it was me? She asked him, eventually looking up from the floor. Only you could smell so sweet, Sally Edmead, he replied simply. What did she smell of? Roses? They fucked again soon after when his cock was ready. <laughs> that's that paragraph. That's, it. <laughs> that's the end of that. And the next paragraph well, that's is... That's beautiful, isn't then it? Then they lay together for a time. That's the whole second sex. This is, they fucked again soon after when his cock was ready. <laughs> yeah, that's your... That's your... That's your <laughs> cock was ready. That's your is it ready yet? No, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> is it ready now? Let me just prod it a bit. No, it's not ready. Uh, Ping! Okay, it's ready. <laughs> poem at the end yeah that's what it's erotic oh dear so yeah they fucked again soon after when his cock was ready then they lay together for a time hot and sticky in their cum and piss until they grew tired and began to feel the cold dressing without saying a word they at last rode the lift back down kissed and parted returning to their desk and to what passes these days for the real world bit of social commentary at the end there <clears throat> Well, you know, just because it's erotica doesn't mean it can't be pointlessly pointlessly whingy about the state of the world. Yes, absolutely. Um, The next day, when Sally arrived at work, Henry was already at his desk and she found an envelope at her workplace. Worried this was some dreadful goodbye letter, she quickly tore open the envelope, but instead found within a poem that Henry had written especially for her. The title is Yin and Yang. I press my hot lips hard into the white flesh of your neck. Behind your ear my breath burrows deep into the roots of your hair. My hand caresses your taut belly, then, with anticipation, delights in its way to the sensitive touch of your swollen breast. My lips and breath and hands as one cover your erect body, yet it is your lips, yet it is your breath, yet it is your hand, it is you that is the beauty. And it is in my breast and in my belly and my throat that I feel you. Close, tight, warm, soft, wet. Wet. So yeah, because I've just pissed on you. <laughs> <laughs> she likes that, though. Yeah, apparently, she likes being wet with piss. Um, <laughs> Please piss on me again, Henry. It was so nice yesterday. And again, I press my hot lips hard against your own. We cling as yin and yang warm against the cold earth and finally we are comforted that's beautiful though. yeah yeah i'm not sure that yin and yang was um you know that really this um best exemplifies what was meant by yin and yang <laughs> do you not sally tingling all over looked to henry and they shared a kind smile later they would fuck again Yay. hard and long and perhaps dirty it may not have been what the poets called true love but for the time being, they were needed by somebody, and so for this simple fact, they were happy. For in an indifferent world, with little reason behind the charitable or hateful actions of man, <laughs> at the very least, they had both found, albeit brief, some purpose to exist. The end. You don't care about throwing completely new ideas in, do you? No, it does. It's, it's, that's what it's all about. It's all about, about finding meaning within existence. It is not. It is about pissing on workmates. <laughs> No, it's just this sudden... I mean, it's not a theme 
in the story. This whole um, it is little reason. No, it's mentioned a couple of times, it's, but that it does opens not, and that does closes not qualify with it. as a theme. It does. It starts. It says that like the no. It says um. It says in the. It says what does it say? <laughs> when know. life has stopped making any sense, and even the passage of the seasons lose their colour and fail to incite any feeling, sometimes the only prescription is to fuck. And no matter how antiseptic, how turgid the setting, the fucking will find a way. Beautiful, beautiful words there from a beautiful mind. I can't believe you sent this to actual people. Why? Because, I mean... Come on, they must have had a laugh reading it. Oh, yeah, yeah, very possibly, <laughs> yes. Actually, in reality, it's not as bad as I was expecting. I mean, it is, it is detailed. Yeah, it's beautiful, it's, isn't it? It's, no, it's horrible. What, what were you expecting? <laughs> I don't know. Um, I mean, the description is equally, if not more horrible than I was expecting but the events because I already knew you told me about the golden showers you know the I think but the description is the description is hideous it's quite it's quite sweet isn't it it's, it's quite it's a sweet story about a little lonely girl no, and like she, and she finds a she finds a likewise lonely soul there's nothing and, sweet and, and they both enjoy pissing on each other <laughs> there's nothing sweet in that story except the lolly before she rams it up her cat <laughs> that's the only sweet bit in that story all right I mean really she's just what is she? I mean, she's at work, yeah, fantasizing about this bloke, mm. um, but she hasn't got the confidence to talk to him. Mm-hmm. So instead, <laughs> she goes out and gets a lolly, yeah, fucks it, yeah, wraps it up again carefully, mm, yeah, and then leaves it for him to eat. Yeah. That is not sweet. That is disturbing. I mean, that is that is that is actually a bit wrong in the in the I head. Know, what kind about... of person would do that? But it's people, yeah, to be people a... might be like, "Oh, I'm nervous to talk to him," but they don't then think, "Oh, the solution is I'll fuck a lolly and get him to eat it." No it's one would sp- think that. I know it's about the office freak, isn't it? It's about a weirdo. It's not supposed to be about a regular. Okay, person. but you said it was sweet. I'm trying to find something else that's sweet in it, all right? Oh, right and then okay. his reaction, yeah. his like, he has a sniff of the lolly. He <laughs> goes, "Oh, this lolly smells of cunt. <laughs> I'll eat it." Right, so also not very sweet so far. And also, somehow I recognise which of the many women that work in this office smells like this because apparently I go around doing a comparative smell study of, <laughs> of my colleagues' vaginas, right? And, so he, and then he goes up to her and, and basically in, sexually assaults her in the assumption that it was definitely her. He it was her, though. Fortunately, otherwise he'd be in big trouble, well, wouldn't he? Not, he just he's... walked up to one of his colleagues and ripped her skirt off yeah, and is... fingering her. Yeah, but that's a, you don't understand what his job is <clears throat> in the office. He is the vagina smeller, so he, <laughs> you know, he's never wrong about whose vagina he's sniffing. Okay, I'll let you off that bit then. Yeah. Although you should mention that in the story, that that's what he does. Yeah. And then he says, okay, let's, uh, let's go upstairs and yeah. fuck. I'll meet there in five minutes. And the, apparently the reason he says I'll meet you in five minutes rather than <laughs> earlier is so he can start wanking. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that he can go upstairs alone to the empty floor, take his clothes off and beat himself off for five minutes in preparation for her arrival. And then she arrives, finds him naked and wanking, and she's pleased about this. Not what the fuck are you doing? Uh, that is um, what happens, yeah. yes. Absolutely. It's good stuff. And it's erotic, uh, isn't it? It is, yeah, terribly. Yeah. And uh, so um, she arrives in the lift and sees him wanking and whips her clothes off and starts fucking him. Doesn't do anything else. Neither of them. They don't even kiss each other. They just start... She's riding him immediately. Yeah. Um, and then when they're finished, she's so pleased and relieved she pisses herself on the floor of this empty office. <laughs> Uh, which I assume is just a big, empty, open-plan office with no furniture in it because mm. it's the unused top floor. So they're in the middle of an empty 
office with windows uh, in the top floor lying in a massive pool of piss, mm. um, which embarrasses her, naturally. But to make her feel better, he pisses all over both of them. Mm. And she drinks it. Mmm. <laughs> and then they have another quick fuck and go back downstairs. <laughs> And just because this has been such a romantic experience for him, he writes her a poem to express how beautiful it's all been doing pissing and eating a vagina lot. <laughs> Watching her drink his piss while he eats her vagina lot. <laughs> Little Howard dreamed of being a writer And so he sat to every night But everything he wrote was fucking shite, yeah wubba dubba Rubbish writer. Yeah.